Hello, world. Welcome to the Rose Report, your weekly roundup of Asian American news. Super Tuesday was last week, and I hope that you did your civic duty. Let's take a look at the results. NPR reports that exit polls for California showed that Senator Bernie Sanders won a little more than a quarter of Asian voters, and New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg received 23% of Asian votes. An NBC News exit poll shows that nationwide, Sanders received 39% of Asian American votes, and Biden 21%. According to exit polls from the primary, 46% of Asian American voters say that healthcare is their most important issue, followed by income inequality at 19%, climate change at 18%, and race relations at 9%. The polls also showed that Asian Americans are the least committed bloc of voters compared to white, black, and Latino voters to support. The Democratic nominee in November. Therefore, they are a potential swing block for candidates to focus on. According to India's The Economic Times, President Donald Trump has already started preparing to win over Indian American voters. Since his visit to India in February, the president has reportedly spent five figures in digital ads on social media to court this traditionally democratic demographic. The ads focus on his and Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi's friendship, but analysts say this may have limited impact because of the diversity of the Indian American community and their views towards Modi. Even so, analysts believe that the Democratic Party's recent bashing of India is unlikely to help their position. On a train ride last week, BuzzFeed ran into Andrew Yang, who is now a CNN commentator since ending his campaign for the Democratic nomination. Yang, who has yet to endorse a candidate, is still in touch with his former competitors. It appears that he is holding out for someone who will seriously consider his policy of universal basic income. He also revealed that he is considering a bid for New York City mayor, saying that it would depend on who the other candidates are, and that quote, "I tend to want to do something where I feel like I'm going to have a big impact and add a lot of value. So if there is someone who's already running who would have a positive ad- agenda that's very aligned with mine, I'm not someone who is just driven by maximum political advantage. I want to see how much value I can add." End quote. Turning now to non-election news, frustration with racism surrounding the coronavirus continues. Reports of race-based incidents and even assaults around the world continue. In the U.S., media outlets, including the New York Times, the New York Post, and the Hill, have been criticized for using pictures of Asians wearing face masks or pictures of Chinatown when reporting about coronavirus. This has been occurring even if the article itself doesn't focus on Chinatown or Asians. For example, when reporting about a new case or outbreak in which the sick individual's race is not revealed, there have been frequent uses of these images. The Asian American Journalists Association. Or AAJA has been calling upon media outlets to take a second look at the images that accompany their articles and whether or not the use of an image of Chinatown or Asians in masks is absolutely necessary. The executive director of the AAJA, Naomi Underwood, 
says that, quote, newsrooms must be careful to avoid contributing to the misguided beliefs that fuel xenophobia, end quote. Meanwhile, a team of researchers from the University of Maryland Baltimore County and the University of Maryland College Park have received a grant from the National Science Foundation to study the impact of coronavirus-related discrimination against Chinese Americans. Scientists Teresa Che, a professor of psychology, Shi Mei Pan, assistant professor of information systems, and Cixin Wang, assistant professor of psychology in counseling, higher education, and special education, intend to study the forms of discrimination faced by Chinese Americans throughout the outbreak through surveys, focus groups, and Twitter. The researchers said in a press release that they hope to Quote, identify specific ways to promote resilience and support children and families during this challenging time. The results can also help us be better prepared for future epidemics like this. End quote. The grant was made under the National Science Foundation's Rapid Response Research Program, which supports studies, quote, under severe urgency with regard to availability of or access to data, facilities, or specialized equipment, including quick response research on natural or anthropogenic disasters in similar unanticipated events, end quote. Finally, a public service announcement. Don't forget to take this year's census survey and remind your family, friends, coworkers, doctors, and other people in your community to get counted. The census impacts the dollars allocated to your community to serve your needs, so make sure you get your share. Asian American advocacy groups are also reminding everyone that in the race section, you can select multiple selections. And if you don't see your race, you can select the other Asian box and write in your race. The Taiwanese American Citizen League, for example, recommends that Taiwanese Americans use the other Asian box and write in Taiwanese to identify themselves. Thank you everyone for listening to this weekly roundup from The Rose Report. Sources are noted in the episode description. Have a great week!